Hello, you're watching Proactive London. I'm joined by Mark Bishop Lafleche, CEO at Ecora Resources. Mark, very good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, Mark, for, uh, fourth quarter results out today. And it looks like it was a strong end to 2023. Is that a sign of things to come for 2024? It was a great way to wrap up 2023. We are entering this year, 2024, with momentum across the portfolio. We're expecting to see volumes either up or flat on last year. And on the commodity price side, our, our the key commodities underlying our basket have been resilient uh, with, with further upside versus street expectations throughout the year. So uh, we're feeling good about 2024. In your portfolio outlook, you talk about expected upcoming catalysts. Could you talk us through some of the highlights? Absolutely. First, why don't we start by looking at the year-on-year -year volume growth I just mentioned. So at Voices, we're expecting 10 to 40% uptick in volumes. That'll be a function of this pace of the ramp up throughout this year, whether we're at the higher or lower end of that range. Uh, we'll have a better feel for the at uh, half year. Uh, and turning to Mantos Blancos, Capstone are expecting that asset to really hit its strides towards the end of Q2 into the second half of the year. Kestrel, of course, is a big one for us this year, and we're expecting volumes up 15 to 25% versus last year. Um, and then looking at our development portfolio, you know, one thing that doesn't typically seem to get a lot of attention, or actually even today when you look at our share price, doesn't even seem to be uh, priced in, is our sector-leading copper growth profile. And I and I think on the back of uh, the catalyst expected in the upcoming year, that's hopefully going to change. Um, so there are two key things here that are happening. Uh, the first, a feasibility study is expected at Santo Domingo in the first half of the year. And even more encouraging on timing of that asset, Capstone are now targeting the start of construction in the second half of 2025. So more to come as that firms up over the course of this year. Uh, the second, of course, is that BHP continues the construction of West Musgrave, a nickel copper project in Australia. And over the course of this year, we should have a much firmer feel on first production timing and therefore first income to Ecora. During the quarter, you sold down some of your holding in Lyork. You also increased your royalty at the Piaui Nickel Project. Could you tell us about this? Now, this is one that anyone who's been tracking Ecora will be familiar with. Uh, this is a project we've been involved in for coming up on half a decade here. And we've seen some really exciting movement uh, in that project last year. So as folks who may be aware, um, Brazilian Nickel has been running a starter plant, and that's at a scale of 1 to 24. And that ratio is much closer to full-scale commercial operation than one might typically see in the mining sector. Uh, we think that's a great outcome because running that starter plant has given the team some very valuable lessons in terms of de-risking the project um, and, and working the lessons learned into uh, the plan for the full-scale construction that is expected to factor in in terms of operational readiness, optimizing flow sheets, and, and ultimately, we hope, uh, contribute towards a de-risk ramp-up profile. So in the period, we entered into agreement with Brazilian Nickel to acquire an incremental uh, royalty interest for $7.5 And the plan for those funds is for Brazilian Nickel to allocate uh, the, the, the capital towards ad advancing final engineering. And one of the things that we see in the mining sector 
is that the usually projects that have much more advanced final engineering prior to construction, not always, but usually, you know, are at lower risk of having capital cost increases and end up with projects that are much closer than initially, uh, much closer to initially contemplated. So we think this is a great use of proceeds that hopefully will de-risk the project before we make a final investment decision on uh, the remaining 62.5 million. And in terms of the second part of your question, Labrador Iron Ore, well, consistent with our capital allocation priorities, the top two being number one, a strong balance sheet, and number two, investing for growth. During the period, we recycled uh, a portion of our of our stake, uh, of our investment. Uh, we realized uh, on a total return pre-tax on on the on the investment of 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 one hundred and ten percent, which is something that we're really pleased with. We think it's a great outcome. And we use those proceeds to part fund the royalty purchase uh, at, at PLE and the balance uh, to reduce debt, but it remains available to, to further grow. You also announced an extension of your debt facility today. Can you give us some detail on that? Yeah, that's just a fantastic outcome for Ecora. Um, so first of all, we're really pleased to have the continued support of our lending banks being CIBC, RBC, and Scotia. Uh, banks that have been with us uh, for years now and have helped us uh, finance the growth of this company. The headline availability is the same at 150 million. And on top of that, we've upsized the accordion feature to $75 million. That accordion is there to help us fund uh, acquisitions. Uh, that really positions us to you know keep growing. As I mentioned, the maturity has been extended to 2027. So uh, we're in good shape to, to deliver further growth. You talk about growing the royalty portfolio. Can you summarize how you see the current market conditions and what this means for Ecora? Yeah, market conditions were really tough in 2023. And as we enter 24, specifically to the mining sector, um, it does appear that there's just a real lack of financing available. And regardless of what happens in terms of, you know, rate policy, it does not appear as if that capital is going to start flowing back to the mining sector anytime soon, or at least for the next two to three years. So Cora as a permanent source of capital to the mining sector, you know, this is an environment for us that we really anticipate opportunities to arise uh, to keep growing and diversifying our portfolio. Um, we've always been very patient and disciplined, and that's certainly not going to change. Uh, but should you, these conditions persist, I'm personally very excited about what appears to be a two to three year window where we're very likely to have excellent opportunities to keep adding uh, even more high quality royalties to our book with really strong counterparties. Well, Mark, thanks very much for the update today. I hope you'll keep us posted on any progress. Thanks for having me. That's Mark Bishop LaFleche, CEO of Acora Resources.